Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It is me again, Austin Crosby. And uh, Casey's over here cooking up some instant noodles that are spicy seafood flavor. So it smells like a fish store or a pet, pet smart, the back of a Walmart. Speaking of Walmart, I was just searching, trying to find where one can get Impossible Foods chicken nuggets because uh, I just had some pizza rolls, Walmart brand pizza rolls. Coincidence? You be the judge. And I was thinking, you know, this is fine. It's nice to be able to just microwave something savory and like get your snack craving out of the way. But um, I wish it was more guilt-free. I wish that there was like, I could go, oh, this is vegetarian or you could, I don't know, man. There's some thing not healthy about pizza rolls, the way they're concocted. Now, I don't think that follows true as much for meatless products. Um, that being said, I haven't been able to find these nuggets anywhere. Well, I went and did a search and it said the only place you can really get in stores impossible chicken because they also sell sausage and beef of course was their main product uh, is walmart so i'm gonna have to check it out dude i'm gonna have to try because we've gone through so many brands all of which are decent of uh meatless chicken my favorite being corn but i also like these nugs um that brand is good too so hey we'll, we'll find out we'll see FYI, Walmart. I don't know where in Walmart. I haven't been able to find them the last couple times, but whatever. We had a romaine-based salad earlier, by the way, with broccoli and onion and uh, different dressings. It was good. It was good. Um, but aside from culinary stuff, which there was more, of course. We had other delicious things. There's some interesting gleanings I have to talk about. First, with our energy concerns here. Very low producing day today. It was a cloudy day, and it was also about 50-something degrees most of the day, uh, colder at night. And I checked the batteries in the middle of the day, and we were already, you know, in mid-afternoon at 65% battery. Presumably, it's only gotten lower, and I wouldn't be surprised if we went into tomorrow with uh, substantially less than half battery, maybe like in the 40%. Um, but the house is super comfortable in here. So I want to touch on a little bit of that. And tomorrow is supposed to be sunny. So that's good. We've talked about how in the summer months, the hotter months, we have cooled from the top. The mini split in the bathroom, in the bedroom, on the uh, very, very apex of the house. Well, the reverse of that would be in cold months, hopefully heating from the bottom of the house and letting it rise. There was a point yesterday where I went past, I mean, we were, we were in like shorts. We were straight chilling in um, negligee almost, right? Like not very much clothing on and we weren't chilly, but it was a cold day. And I had turned on the downstairs heat at one point, but to the, the most it ever turns up to really is 70. That's what it's automated to is go up to 70 apparently. And upstairs, when I walked past the thermostat, it said it was 79 degrees in the house. Now, 
that's almost concerning because you're using energy to heat it that much, right? Except for the fact that I knew it was coming from down below. So I went downstairs and I checked that thermostat and it was right on the money. Like I think it was set to 68 or 70. And once I turned that off, that 79 degrees, which like normally would be too much. That's way too warm. It coasted really well through the night, and we woke up with it being 68 degrees, um, which is still, like, I wouldn't mind if it were cooler. Based on that, though, today I uh, turned the downstairs heat on lower. I put it down to 66 and ran it on 66 as long as I knew, and then I think the automation kicked in in the afternoon and kicked it back up to 70 but um, I went up and checked, and sure enough, it was 75 upstairs. So the thermostats that are only about 10 feet apart, if even, have a 8 to 10 degree difference in temperature sometimes. And that's pretty wild. It speaks towards inefficiencies and not in many regards. It just is something that we're going to have to adapt to. We're going to have to turn the bottom thermostat lower. Um, if it were 66, that's survivable downstairs. I think the basement will be comfortable anyway um, because it retains so much heat. And then you let that heat rise and the fan upstairs blow it around as much as possible. The real goal being not to overheat the upstairs with waste heat from keeping the bottom comfortable. And if you walk that line carefully enough, which I hope that we will, uh, we can selectively heat or just leave the downstairs cooler while using the downstairs heat to heat the upstairs through the night. Um, could be an ideal situation, really, because it would allow us to turn our thermostat much lower and get the desired results. Um, hmm. That might be it on that front. Okay, so Casey's office, we went and got a bunch more wood today to do trim um, the baseboard and around the doors on the inside of my office. But we also got some to finish some basement shoji door and um, whatnot. That was a good little thing to get done. I asked them about, and don't worry, I'm going to circle back to Casey's office, but this is all like wood themed stuff. Went to the lumber mill, got all the wood for that. And while we were there, two things I asked the guy. I said, why don't you have a point of sale cert point in the warehouse? Why do I have to come to the warehouse, pick out my wood, ask one of you to write me a ticket, and then take that ticket in to pay and then come back out and unload my wood? Why not just have you guys ring us up out here and let us leave? And uh, he said that that idea kind of had been floated at one point, but they didn't want to burden the warehouse staff with questions of price. And uh, I don't think that's a great excuse. I do not. I think it's probably a trust issue and sign of bad leadership, but who am I to judge? And then the other thing I asked him was, how do you know that, some, that wood is ethically sourced? And he didn't have a really good answer for that. He was like, I don't, I don't really know. And uh, I think that that's crazy. I mean, if you're in the, that should be a huge selling point. I guess a lot of people don't care. But uh, I assume that most hardwoods are ethically sourced just because of there's not very many maple forests. 
right? Like it has to be kind of diverse or has to be planted for profit. And that would incentivize people to plant again and sequester carbon again with like long growth or whatever. So I think best farming practices, I hope, maybe I'm naive, come out with that kind of wood anyway. The issue would be like soft woods and, you know, raw lumber. Um, anyway, food for thought. So separately from that wood, though, we used leftover strips from uh, the other shoji door that weren't long enough to use for the other shoji door. Um, and we cut them into legs for a coffee table. And the top of that coffee table, so you got a picture, we've got thin one inch by two inch maple um, legs that are about 14 inches long, 13 and a half inches to be specific. And then the top that we used, there was always around, I think it was from grandma's bedroom, this top for a, uh, it was like half inch plywood. It's so, it's genuinely mysterious because it doesn't seem like something that was professionally manufactured and sold, but it definitely wasn't amateur put together either. And uh, it's like something that a woodworker would have put together for themselves. And that, it just has this interesting quality to it. And I'm sorry to beat around the, the point here. It went on top of an ironing board. So it was half inch plywood with a little skirt around it. And you were meant to set up your ironing board to a desired height and then lay this board across it and make it into a more sturdy tabletop. Uh, instead of a cloth surface and that was a good idea kind of not really an execution it was a wobbly thing you never really wanted to set even a glass or a computer on this precarious ironing board top but it's been in Casey's office for this whole time or it's been you know lulled and moved around wherever um, so today we took some scrap woods and we made six legs for it so that it's nice and sturdy with distributed weight and um, pre-drilled them, screwed them in around the skirt, and then Casey finished the top again, sanded it down, um, tried to maintain some of the character because it had weird sun spotting and staining, and um, yeah, it's just been, cl it's clearly an old thing that's been around for a while. Not worthless but uh, kind of cumbersome. So it felt good to rework it, and it actually fits in Casey's office as a coffee table really well and is playful and um, goes so well in theme with everything we've done here. So on that note, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you for coming. Please drink water. And come again tomorrow.